warning! The Bone Bad Joe is intended for adults only and contains bad words and other yucky stuff that may make some people very angry. So watch out! For the Bone Bat Podcast, where you can listen to Steve and Gord. It's a kick-ass digital broadcast where we've got dick jokes galore. Bone Bat. everyone welcome to a super jumbo bonus seventh episode of bone bat this is bone <laughs> you're not bone you're steve this is gordon hey what's up and hey. uh this week is, is extra well sorry go ahead i was gonna say is julie gonna introduce herself or is she just gonna uh, i'm, g- I'm getting to that <laughs> christ so so this is this week is extra special because uh Joining Gordon and I for once, we have the a woman's touch in the Bone Bat Studio. Uh, what do you mean you're always on? <laughs> anyway, uh, the lovely ska mama herself, Julie Holitz. How you doing? Hi, this is Julie. Hey, what's up? Not much. What's going on? Not much. So uh, one of the reasons why you've finally, after six episodes, decided to join us is you have a new book coming out. I do. Called Uncommon Crochet. It's going to be hitting the streets in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's, it's sure to be on the top 10 bestseller list of every bookstore nationwide. <laughs> I, I have every crochet list. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt. So, so yeah. why crochet? Why not? <laughs> See, I don't know very much about, despite the fact that I live with a veteran crocheter, I don't know very much about the whole thing, other than it seems to require that you have 400 tons of yarn around your living space. So yeah. I'm kind of, you know, just curious as to know, like, what it is. What do you, what do you, it's, it's just you're tying knots in yarn. Yeah, basically. We're doing a podcast about crochet. I'm going to fucking stick myself in the eyes with this pen right Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. worry. Go ahead. Tell us, tell us all about crochet, Julie. Well, why heavy metal? I mean, why football? Really, Why? Well, because metal fucking rules. That's why. I mean, <laughs> that's very simple. No, just crochet makes me be creative, you know. Cool. Well, congratulations on the new book. Thank you. And thank you for joining us tonight. Thank that's you. It's pretty awesome. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we're cool. happy to have you on board, Julie. Thank you. So, in true Bone Bat fashion, 
why don't we start off with uh, what pisses you off, Julie? <laughs> You've been waiting for this, haven't you? <laughs> of course she does. You know what pisses me off? Julie gets to go first. <laughs> I've done six of these goddamn podcasts putting up with Steve's bullshit. Having to wait an hour every time while he screws around with his microphones. He brings on a hottie, and now she gets to go first. Exactly. That pisses me off. All right, go, now go ahead, Julie. You know what really what pisses, pisses me off? off? So I'll go last. Go ahead. all over me. You know what really pisses me off? What really no, pisses that's what me off? No, get at. <laughs> I do not know. I have no idea. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what exactly is it that pisses you off? <laughs> when people leave the sponge in the sink. That really pisses me off. I really hate that. Do you know how much bacteria is on the sponge? And then you leave it in the sink and it's completely full of water. Is it a spermicidal sponge? No. (laughs) It's the regular dish sponge. Okay, that would be more bacteria then. Yeah, a lot more bacteria. A lot of bacteria. So does anyone in your household leave a wet sponge in the sink? Well, clearly I fucking must, right? Or else the conversation wouldn't have come up. But, uh, and all I can say in my defense is that at least <laughs> hey, when hey, I hey. leave the, the sponge in the sink, it's inadvertent. It's not outright malicious, like actually, you know, consciously leaving the butter on the counter. <laughs> Which is a different fucking deal. You know, she means to do that. If I leave the sponge in there, it's kind of incidental. I'm washing dishes, I'm hurrying, I'm busting my ass. Oh, I forget to take it out of the sink. It's not It's yeah, not like true. a conscious thing. It's an accident, really. But I was talking the to butter... The other day, and she's like... <laughs> She's like, oh, hold on, Gordon, I gotta go get my kids, and then I gotta run to the store. Oh, shit, I, I gotta go get, well, hold on, I gotta go back in the house and leave the butter out. No, that's why she was going to the store, because she had to get more butter to leave out. So. That's right. So, so yeah, speaking as a, you, yeah. the, you you were the the first opportunity for women to defend themselves on the butter issue on the Bone Bat Podcast. Why exactly do you people leave the butter out? You know, I have been leaving the butter on the counter since I moved out on my own. My mother, before me, left the butter out on the counter since I was a wee little young one at home. Her mother, before her, left the butter out on the counter. And I tell you, nothing has ever happened to us as a result of leaving the butter out on the counter. It's purely experience. It's just not true. And it makes and yet, butter churn out. And yet, <laughs> the lung fish you're that so crawled worried. out of the primordial ooze <laughs> and left the butter out that first time. You're so worried about the butter <laughs> softening on the counter, and yet you're not worried about the rampant bacteria that is spreading across our kitchen as a result of leaving the sponge in the sink. Exactly, which is why you wouldn't want to leave that fucking butter so close to that filthy ass <laughs> sponge. Put it in the refrigerator, and you don't have that problem. <laughs> you eat a sponge. You eat butter. <laughs> oh shit. Or <laughs> shoot. Okay. Well, I guess we're gonna. I I will try to keep the fucking sponge out of the sink. That'd be great. Yeah. Thanks. The podcast and marriage counseling show. And like you, you will do what? Huh? Put the butter. Not much. No. No. Throw me a bone. No. <laughs> no. 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 I'll continue to make you dinner, though. It's <laughs> all good. Wiping down the plate with that sponge every time. 
There you go. Oh, okay, Mr. Sloppy Seconds, what pisses you off? <laughs> no, no, I, I'm going last. Why don't you finish up your little... No, 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 go ahead. What pisses you off? All right, what, what pisses me off? <laughs> the, and this, you know, I, I mentioned with the crochet stuff. Part of the deal with that is that there's yarn all of the fucking house. But the problem isn't the yarn in and of itself. If the yarn would just stay put, I wouldn't have a beef with it. But we have these two kittens. They're like six-month-old kittens. And what these fucking kittens do, they're, they're really not even kittens. They're like eight-pound spiders. They run around the house <laughs> trailing webs of multicolored wool streams and feline treachery, frankly. Every time I come out of the bedroom, I threaten to be tripped over the shit. It just drives me up the fucking wall with the cats to do with the yarn. So that, that totally pisses me off. Kittens piss yeah, you, know, you off. Kind of kittens about, fucking right. with yarn. And you know, you, how many times have you, when you're a kid, you see posters of like a kitten playing with a fucking ball of yarn? Oh, it's so cute. No, it's not fucking cute. Pisses me off. <laughs> uh, I'm done with that. I, I got some more shit that pisses me off, but why, why don't you throw one out? No, seriously. It, when, when you were complaining about your commute, and then I had to bring up what pisses me off is that I no longer had a commute because I lost my job. Yes, I, I, I know. You know what? You know what pisses me off? What's that? Is I had this really, really, really great cat, and I, the cat just cacked. The cat died, deader than last year's bird's nest, and it was it was really tragic for the entire family. And I I am the one because I'm the guy. I had to take this this cat, this this being that everybody in the family loved tremendously and loved us back and as it was breathing its last breaths it morning is breaking and i'm figuring the veterinarian is is now going to be opening and so i take this cat to the vet to have it put down and i get to the vet and the cat has gone from nearly dead to apparently completely dead and i'm in the waiting room and then you know can i help you and i got this bundled cat and I try to tell them why I'm there, and now it's kind of useless anyway because the cat doesn't need to be gently pushed off into oblivion. It's, it's dead. And I, I'm holding the cat, and I just I try to tell them, hey, I came here to have my cat put down, and now the cat is dead, and I don't know what to do with this cat body. And as I'm trying to tell them this, I just lose it, and I just start fucking crying. And I'm standing there in the vet's office, holding this this dead body, and I'm crying. And I feel like like that cover of that Batman comic book where he's holding like Jason Todd's broken body, and tears are going down his face. And I convey what I need done, and they they like gently take the cat from me, and they say they understand, and you know they'll take care of the body, and uh, you know. Do I need a, a you know, a, a private cremation or anything like that? I'm like, no, it's just I just just do whatever you need to do with the body. And I'm about to turn and walk out the door, and they're like, oh, that'll be forty dollars. Forty bucks for a dead cat for a cat that is already dead. I have done that part of the job. All they have to do is put it in the cat be gone crate or whatever. <laughs> that fucking pisses me off. And they know they got you by the balls at that point. You're not going to go, oh, no way, give me my dead cat back. <laughs> well, I'm not paying 40 bucks. Dude, that, that sucks. 
but it, it could have been worse. They could have said, um, sir, you owe me 40 bucks. And then when you turn around, you hear him hit the pedal on the big metal trash can. <laughs> <laughs> dude i i am sorry and and once again yes you did you know make me feel bad so what i will do for you is i will send you a kitten tomorrow you can have your choice of black or black and white i will personally tape it up in a ups box (laughs) with with several large rocks to keep the box from bouncing around too hard in travel and uh, i will i will be glad to send that to you so uh, just let me know which color cat you want and it, it will be on its way tomorrow. And I'll throw in some yarn. <laughs> what about a sponge? Can I get a sponge? <laughs> that I bet you. I bet you she. Uh, she'll throw a filthy sponge in there to boot. And some butter. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry to hear about your cat. Well, thanks. That's. Uh, but but frankly, Chuck was far more loved than Jason fucking Todd ever was. What was he around? Like a year. Nobody got attached to, to the, like, third Robin. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he really was an awesome man. Yeah, exactly. They just brought him up to kill him anyway. So, you know, Chuck left a much larger mark on the world, arguably, than death in the family Robin. Yeah, yeah. And on the neighborhood cats. He left kind of a mark on them, too. Cat <laughs> <laughs> was a Shit. bruiser. So now I'm scared. I don't know what my wife is going to do. You know, just like with with Ruger, when our last dog died, it was okay. We don't, we're not going to get another dog. We're all too sad about having this dog, and then we get a new dog, completely against my wishes. I had no control over the situation. So now she's saying, "Well, you know, I, I really don't want another cat," which to me means it's just a matter of time before little kitty shows up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's quite a, a big thing to piss you off there. Yeah pisses me off well I, I have another thing that pisses me off but it's not what pisses you off it's not you know along the level of you know a, a pet dying which of course would piss you off but uh the other thing that pisses me off in, the, in about the last week julie and i keep trying to go out places so about a week ago we uh, got up it was julie's birthday morning we decided we're going to go to this restaurant here in redmond called the brown bag it's an institution. It's been open for years. There's always a line around the block. You get there early, and they have really good breakfasts. And uh, we get there. Yeah, well, see, the problem maybe. be. Julie, yes. I've talked to you about this before. You, you really can't take Steve out in public. <laughs> Just go out yourself. Get some friends. Do something nice. I behave. <laughs> You're not for public Shit. consumption. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got something for you to consume. Anyway, so we go to Brown Bag, and the place is fucking out of business. It's this empty shell of a building. Then, you know, where, the place was an institution. It had been open for years. Where in the hell did it go? Then, this yesterday, we go to take the kids to the movies to see Horton Hears a Who on your recommendation. You said it was a decent movie. What the fuck? We, we go to the major... Bad. Yeah, we go... It didn't suck as bad as we thought it was going right. to suck. That's what I so said. we go to the major mall here in Redmond. And walk up to the theater. The fucking theater's gone. In the mall. It's like a big-ass building. And it's just gone. And the windows are blacked out. And you look in. And clearly it had been gutted like months earlier. It's well on its way to becoming chrysalis like whatever it's going to be next. But the fucking movie theater's closed. So all these people, all these places that we, you know, kind of go to every once in a while keep going out of business. And frankly, it's pissing me off. Yeah, 
then... Can you go to the Republican headquarters? <laughs> really? You, you think the Cineplex Odeon is out of business because the fucking Republicans, dude? No, but dude, I think that's, that's a bit of a me? reach, even for you. No, no. Totally <laughs> missed my point. What are you saying? If you go there, it'll be closed. Go to the headquarters and they will be out of business. <laughs> oh, okay. I get you. He's saying it's oh, you. Christ. It's just you. <laughs> Julie got it. <laughs> well, she is the but smart Julie, one in the I relationship. I don't even have this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> who would dick with the mics for an hour? That's true. She'd have them all set up in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, you need me you on that mic. You want me on that mic. Alrighty. Okay. So, you know, I uh, I took a vacation. Can I talk about my vacation? Sure. Okay. Took a vacation. I went somewhere, and it was still in business. Took my wife. And we went down to San Diego, and on on your recommendation, all of all of San Diego was still in business. Still there, yes. Unlike Sweet. you, I go somewhere and it's it's active, it's happening. But on your recommendation, I decided that maybe I should steer clear of the Coke, a cola, because it's been giving me problems. And I got a bottle of water in the airport, so I could take it onto the plane. Didn't I also recommend you stay away from your zipper as well? <laughs> Because the Coca-Cola isn't the only thing that's caused you problems on these podcasts. My my zipper remained uh, intact in the airport situation. Okay. No, I got this. I got this bottle of water, and uh, we waited forever. Plane was late. Finally, get on, and you're doing that that mad scramble to try to get your seat while other people are trying to push past into their seat. And I put the bottle of water in my carry-on luggage, and. I sit down, and as I, I sit down, I notice my knees are all wet. And sure enough, the bottom of the bag is just dripping. The water, I, I did not cap the water prior to putting it into my carry-on. And it, it just it filled it up. I, mean, I, I took the books and stuff out, and I look, and there is like an inch of water on the bottom of my, of my bag just sloshing around in there. Dude, maybe it's not just the Coke. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's fucking liquids in general. Thank God you never became a sailor. <laughs> a seaman, you mean? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. worked in a gas station. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah, any liquid, you know, you're bottom to end up at the bottom of. Yeah, you know what else? First thing that happens when we get in the car to go to the airport... My lovely wife opens the car door and then goes to remove the CDs that were sitting on the, the passenger seat, drops one, and falls out of the car and into a storm grate. <laughs> and of course, it wasn't one of her CDs, was it? No, it was Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> Absolutely, it was. Because that's how God works. <laughs> Was it one of the dozen little shitty mixes that I had sitting out? No. Was it one of hers? No. It wasn't the soundtrack from some 15-year-old movie? No, it was like an honest-to-God CD. And she just watched it. She's, she looks out the door and looks down and then turns to look at me like to see if I've noticed. There's like big eyes and guilt all over her face. Like, what did you just do? <laughs> And you like hold out your hand and say fifteen dollars? <laughs> yeah, right. I... <laughs> <clears throat> okay, I but do you do you hold a grudge? Like, 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 do you hold a grudge that's never ending that you you bring up years and years from now? Hey, remember that CD you lost down the storm drain? I mean, I'm thinking oh. of I'm thinking of this 
this For sure. action figure. I call we have to call them action figures because they're not dolls. Steve dolls. Yes, thank you. It was it was Popeye of all things, and he <laughs> buys this Popeye action figure, and he opens it in the car, and then somehow how did the pipe get lost? The corn cob pipe thing get lost, and it got lost down the center. You know where the the stick shift where no yeah, the it was where the brake was. Yeah, the center console where the the emergency brake is. Yeah, of course it goes down in there where it's never going to be seen again. Oh my god. I mean, he pretty much threw away the rest of the toy because now that the corn cob <laughs> pipe is gone, you can't play with the rest of the action figure. <laughs> yes. And, and he faults you for this, Julie? He does. And thankfully, he was able to find another one, which he's carefully stashed into the attic. And at least now he feels at peace <laughs> because he has the whole thing still together and it's all carefully wrapped up in its packaging, his little Popeye well, action god figure. Yeah. And then he yeah, gave me. I, I intend to, to carry a grudge. That, that, that story would be so poignant if maybe even 12% of it were true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got the toy, lost the pipe. The pipe went down the side of the thing. The toy sat on my desk for like three years. I was annoyed, of course, and I tried to get it out. No, I remember what happened. It just occurred to me. He lost the corn cob pipe down the side, asked me to retrieve it because my fingers were smaller than him, and so when I went to retrieve it, it pushed it down even further, and oh, then it was all of a sudden my fault. (laughs) (laughs) For what, though? Like five minutes, and then you never heard about it again? (laughs) Only because you found the stupid Popeye action figure. No, no big deal. I put the Popeye set on my desk when we were in Thad's room. When my office was in Thad's room, we that Popeye sat on my desk for years. And now it's in Thad's action figure somewhere. I don't even have action it. Action figures. Dolls, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> so would he just glare at the Popeye doll and just mutter bitterly every time he saw yes, it? Yes! He wouldn't no, admit it, but yes, he yes. did, yes. Let's that that, that thick-fingered bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Never happened, dude. Never happened. <laughs> Not even remotely. Rose. Now, now I was annoyed. I was annoyed when she. What was it? <laughs> Hell, my Beastie Boys. Hello, nasty. My wife. I, I have. My wife does the the CD shuffle thing. So she hasn't rolled any into a manhole, but she 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 does she does do the CD shuffle thing where she listens to this one. She puts the CD that was there in this other case. And so you kind of, you'll come back looking for a CD later and you have to sort of like a, like some sort of a, a criminalist, you have to, you know, sort of backtrack the last 12 CDs that she listened to to find Hello Nasty by the fucking Beastie Boys. Yeah, you can create a playlist of what she listened to just by trying to find the disc. Exactly, right. And so one of the discs, Hello Nasty, just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. And I ended up having to buy a new one. And to this day, I don't really know what happened to the CD. She's not fessing up about it. So, yeah, that one I had a little bit of a grudge. But but that's the only one that I can think of off the top of my head. Oh, but that's the only one. Can you think of another one? I can't. Yes, hello, Michael Connolly. Book, not a CD. If you're listening, Michael Connolly. <laughs> it's a book, not a CD. All right. Anyway, uh, big time anything grudge. else pisses you off? Oh, one other thing pisses me off. Did you have anything well, else, Gordon? Well, yeah, I got. Oh, I got so one you, thing. you're still talking about your vacation? Go, go, go. 
No, okay, well, what, what pisses me off, the other thing that pissed me off about my vacation was our inability to find any good food in what is supposed to be a place with a lot of good food. But we went to one particular fancy, shitty restaurant, and they had the most asinine wine fridge you can imagine. I know what you're thinking, wine fridge, what the fuck is this guy going on? No, it's a two-story restaurant, and the middle of the restaurant, behind the bar, is dominated by this this glass pillar with and the you look and it's lit from the inside and what this pillar is this two-story pillar is the fucking wine fridge and the glass is the sliding doors and the way they access the wine in this is they have a woman in black with like this big padded utility belt around her that zings down mission impossible style and it's like on repelling down the wine fridge opening the doors and getting wine out and putting it in her in her utility belt. It's like wine fridge impossible. <laughs> Putting it we in her stared. in her utility belt, is that some sort in, of a euphemism? In her uterus <laughs> utility belt. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Truly, they, if they would have just invested in a regular wine fridge and then used the money left over to buy, oh, I don't know, a chef... <laughs> Good food, something we would have been much more impressed. I don't know. That sounds kind of spectacular. It sounds like some kind of fucking wino Disneyland or something. It was spectacular for the first half a second. It was one of those things where you go, hey, that's really... No. <laughs> and then you hear like the whizz come down towards your head and you go diving under the table. Kind of throws your meal off, huh? I was kind of hoping that she'd just drop at some point, or drop a bottle or something fun. But. And then the guys that are there to refill your water. Whizz! <laughs> just drop it from the ceiling like spiders. I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. And then your yeah. waiters could come down on bungees, like just kind of... And at the bottom of their, their fall, you know, just drop it the plate quietly on your desk and shoot back up into the air. <laughs> no, let me tell you. That'd be fucking cool, dude. Are you kidding me? It would be. Yeah, but it wasn't like that. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and we we're at this really pretentious, loungy little table. You know, the, the tables that are just barely higher than Japanese um, tables. It's just you're you're sitting way, way, way low. And our waitress, this thing is like shin high to her. And she's this really, really tall chick. And she has to bend like in half to get down to the table to put stuff on the table it just it was it was weird and awkward and she was wearing this necklace that every time she'd bend over to put the food on the table would like clunk on the table it, it was just stupid it was really, really <laughs> well was it like a, a huge gold medallion or something or the yeah, like, like some asinine medallion looking thing that yeah it was just stupid <laughs> Yeah, you couldn't have just gone out for, like, good Mexican food or anything, right? Oh, we tried. Yeah, we even did that. You can't it, find good Mexican food in San, in San Diego? Really? Seriously, the only good meal we had was at the dive where we had pancakes for breakfast. Wow. We, we went to a Mexican restaurant that was highly recommended, and they had, like, 89,000 kinds of tequila. And I had this fish. It was just, like, two-pound brick of fish that was just shitty at best. Great margarita, mm -hmm. and the, the little ramekin of black beans, really good. Maybe the black best black beans <laughs> I've ever had. But come on, <laughs> the meal sucked. It was it was ridiculous. Taco Bell would have been better. Really? Well, yeah. Damn. Maybe so don't the go fine, to San Diego if you want to eat. Maybe the fine dining just pales in comparison to Davis dining. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go out and get me a pizza up top. Frozen yogurt. Nicely done. <laughs> frozen yogurt. <laughs> they still have frozen it's a yogurt good out there. Cuisine. <laughs> Hit the AMPM. Yeah. Maybe with extra sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's funny. So, what else we got, man? So what? Well, dude, I, I've been outed. Have you been outed yet? I don't know. Has someone from, from real life, like, recognized you based on your internet work? No. Never once. Yeah, yes. it finally happened. It was a weird feeling. <laughs> Has it happened to you, Julie? Oh, yeah. I'm really? a celebrity. Oh, yeah. Crochet is big. I'm telling you. on TV and stuff. Way yes. bigger than cartooning. <laughs> yeah. Ow. <laughs> Especially since it wasn't my cartoon, I got noticed for it was my column. <laughs> One of my oh. kids' friends' moms went, are you the guy that writes that column? It was a weird feeling. It was almost like, oh, shit, no, I'm that, that there's a different uh, Gordon Calkins that writes a column <laughs> than Davis that has two kids and looks like... <laughs> That's really cool, man. Congrats. That is awesome. Yeah, thanks. Still, it's just a little disconcerting. It's like someone had seen through my disguise. You know, I can't write anything nasty about her. Did you sign anything? Her boobs. Yeah, I signed her tit. Oh, good. <laughs> Sweet. It's a little awkward for the kids, but... <laughs> well, you know, you, what, the things you have to do for your art. Yeah, I, you know, I figure what the hell, school's out, it's okay. Hey, so uh, I, I think at this point we should talk a little bit about the music we've been listening to. Uh, our friends at Lather Records have hooked us up with the latest uh, offering from the Acme Rocket Quartet. Uh, it's a band from Davis uh, on Lather Records, and... Uh, Friends of Gord's. So, uh, Gord, you want to tell them, tell everybody about, a little bit about them? <laughs> uh, well, what can I say? I mean, you're listening to them right now. It is uh, it is sort of a new jazz, I guess you could say, with an with an nu uh, hyperphonetic drummer when Rusi's actually hitting the skins. And uh, claim to fame as one of their members used to be in the mighty Thin White Rope, which, if you're old and grizzled like me, you remember from college radio as being the first American band to tour. The Evil Empire, the Soviet Union. Totally different vibe than Thin White Rope, but uh, I'm liking what these guys do, and if you ever get a chance to check them out live, do so, because they're pretty fun to watch. Yeah, but in the meantime, yeah, continue enjoying their work here, and uh, you'll find the link to uh, their website uh, on the Bombat page, and uh, yes, click over and stuff. buy their album. That's Buy what, uh, their stuff. Latherrecords.com. Yeah. Go there, buy stuff. We like them. They're cool. really great listening for, especially when you're crocheting. <laughs> <laughs> and really super duper for writing cartoons. <laughs> what is this? Where did you dig her up? That's my baby. So, uh, what else you listening to, dude? In addition what to the I mighty doing? Acme Rocket Quartet. I'll tell you, I've been listening to some Caius lately, and uh, it's it's pretty fun because. My uh, my kid, Barbarian Child, is just very into the stoner metal, and we're listening to it tonight, and he's over by one speaker, where the beginning of the song is just this heavy, swinging bass, and he's he's running from speaker to speaker, like, there's music here, there's not music here, there's music here, because the guitar hadn't kicked in. So Was it Thumb, I dude? I, you know, I don't remember what we were listening to. That song rules. M- might have been. So he goes over to the speaker where there's no guitar coming, and I go, hold on, the guitar's coming soon. 
He's listening. He's waiting. He's getting all excited. And then it just comes raging through the speaker. Wah, wah, wah. It like blows him back. He jumps. Like, <laughs> physically got scared for a minute. Then he started laughing so hard at what he'd just done. He starts trying to reenact it. And he's jumping around and, and showing me what he just did. And he proceeds to like tumble backwards and thunk his head on the floor. <laughs> just just like rattled himself kind of came back to and it's jumping around again the kid is a metalhead. the kid is ready to rock i put on all kinds of music for him i put on jazz and reggae and classical and you know what he wants is rock and fucking roll that that is all he wants and and who do you and who do you have to thank for that man (laughs) buddy holly victor's birth page dude go back and look at it I will. I, I bequeathed will. that shit to your son. Is that where he got That it? came from Uncle Steve. Thanks, Uncle Steve. <laughs> You're welcome. Buddy yeah. Buddy Holly. Yeah, so. Suck it! <laughs> so what are you listening to these days? Uh, being on the Not metal... You. F- on the you. I want to oh, really? <laughs> yeah, what have you been listening to, sweetie? Besides your husband droning on and on... <laughs> Schoolhouse, schoolhouse, schoolhouse rocks. <laughs> Rocking and rolling, splishing and splashing over the horizon. What can it be? No? Yeah. <laughs> Looks like it's going to be a new country. <laughs> there you go. See, Julie yeah, sorry, doesn't get out much. So um, if, if you want the soundtrack to Enchanted <laughs> or I Schoolhouse Rock. Electricity. Electricity, electricity. Come on, Julie, bust it out. I don't think she knows that one. She might bust lolly, 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 get your adverbs here if you uh, play your cards right. the 19th Amendment? You know that one? (laughs) That's got a female vocalist. What about Sacco Vanzetti? That was a good one. That was a hip tune. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about, the 19th Amendment? Yeah, the 19th Amendment struck down that restrictive rule. I don't Damn, fucking know that one. Dude. Rock ever. Yeah, that must have been on the light rotation. My kids are big into disco right now, so we've been listening to a lot of Millennium Funk and Funky Town, that kind of what thing. What the hell is going on up there? Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I made I made my son a CD of like baby metal, and he he listens to that every once in a while. He was grooving on Iron Man for a while because you know. Since the movies come, the Iron Man movies come in, he's getting he's getting some play. So he kind of nice. likes that and a few other tunes, but uh, he he definitely doesn't have the metalhead gene yet. I, I'll keep working on that. He really likes yeah. High you're gonna musical. have to do a lot of work. Yeah, I, I think so. Given the environment he's living in. <laughs> well, Christ, how could he? How could he? You know, have a shortage of metal with me around? I don't know. Yeah, but he's, his mom's making him listen to ABBA. <laughs> He knows all the High School Musical songs too. Good oh, lord! Great. <laughs> They're straighten that boy out soon. Yeah. He's gonna. You're gonna come home. He's gonna be wearing an Angel Flight suit. <laughs> what is an Angel Flight suit? So, you know, those, those those white shimmery like bell bottom bodysuit things. That, is that Elvis like, Presley? Like Elvis Presley wore? No, no, no. P- Post Elvis, the disco disco king wear. <laughs> Yeah, must have missed that okay, one. Okay, yeah, well, I'm modeling one right now. <laughs> if we had a camp, I'd show you. 
shit. So hey, what I what I've been listening to, uh, I did post a review of it a couple of weeks ago. But the new album from uh, Swedish death metal band Dismember is freaking awesome, and uh, another group of Swedes, Meshuga, have their new album Obzen is amazing. So both of those CDs I've been listening to constantly for the last two weeks. And uh, speaking of metal. Uh, on that front, another, uh, this, it's not music, but well, a music podcast, uh, out of Chico. I've been, uh, checking out a podcast called Pinto Gigante, which, uh, it's exactly like Sabado Gigante, but instead of having a large Mexican man in a tuxedo on a game show, it's actually two guys doing a metal podcast. So uh, I guess it's actually not at all like, but, uh, it's a cool podcast <laughs> and they've been very kind to bone bat. They've mentioned us a couple of times and I do appreciate that. And, uh, they put on a good show. So, uh, anybody who's looking for a, a podcast to check out could do a lot worse than checking out our friends down in Chico. So give Pinto Gigante a listen. Absolutely. It, I'm sure it beats the crap out of whatever crochet, crochet podcast that Julie's about to pitch. Come on, Julie. What's your podcast? <laughs> this is what, it, buddy. Podcast? This is it right here. This is turning really? from the metal to crochet. I'm I'm just slowly working on the details. I think we may have a corner on the crochet metal angle. <laughs> <laughs> you need to crochet some serious, like, bloody Cthulhu dolls or something. Oh, man, that's been done. Actually, yeah. though, we, there is going to be a tie-in on Bonehand come Sunday to tie in with this podcast. So, Julie, do you want to tell uh, any crochet listeners that we tricked into sitting through this <laughs> what they can look forward to come Sunday? I'm going to be posting a super, super special hat pattern that I call seismic. I've had a lot of positive um, you know, responses to my seismic hat pattern, so I'm going to go ahead and post that pattern on Bonehand. Because I think it's pretty awesome, and it ties into this awesome website called Bonehand.com. Sweet. I'm excited. That's yeah, groovy. Cool. It'll probably, like, increase our hits by a uh, 20-fold. <laughs> Maybe six. <laughs> well, until the people who, who come looking for you uh, start to hear the dick jokes on the podcast right. and whatnot. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. What is wrong with those people? <laughs> They have nasty, nasty mouths, and they just need, somebody needs to talk you to know, them. You know, I haven't heard Granny one Square. one necklace? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was really looking for a couple of Granny Square patterns, but, um, okay. So. But I got a dick joke instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we're, we're starting to wrap things up here. Uh, one Very last cool. thing. I would like to kick off before we wrap up this podcast is a new thing I like to call the Bonehand Free Metal Trivia Contest. Uh, as you know, I've been kind of going through my CDs and organizing things and straighten things up. And there's a few uh, CDs I found that I've got doubles of as I've been going through my collection. So uh, you're gonna blame that on your wife? Nah, that's just uh, my incompetence. But uh, what what I've got this week is an, a copy of Fin Trolls Midnatins with Thunder, the uh, trollish metal out of Finland. These guys fucking rule. Uh, this album came out in uh, yeah. I don't know, some fucking year. Anyway, it's one of their one of their early albums, and it's really cool. So I will send this to the person who can answer the trivia, the following trivia question, which is: In episode one, how many times did Stephen Gord utter the word "fuck"? Was if it, you know the this, number of times or the official count? The official count. 
per the official okay. count, the number of times that Stephen Gord uttered the word fuck. If you can email your answer to steve at bonehand.com, the first person who emails the correct answer and their address will receive this badass little CD in the mail. So, uh, Hopefully, uh, we'll keep this rolling uh, with the contest, uh, and as long as I still have extra CDs, and uh, it'll be a cool deal. So, uh, get and your if you send uh, us your address. Uh, you might end up with your own stalker too, CD and a stalker, perhaps. And maybe who knows? Maybe Gordon even still has some stickers around that we can finagle <laughs> out of him. So, what? I'm not giving away any more free stuff. Give give away some free stuff, man. How about some yarn? Oh, you tight ass bitch. Like Do it. That. Do it. Fucking do it. <laughs> All right. I guess that's it for this month, man. It's over? Well, so I know. So soon, right? It only seemed like a fucking lifetime. I thought we were going to talk about some crochet some more. Uh, okay, yeah, we're, we're doing that in the crochet. second segment. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> so, again, uh, click on Acme Rocket Quartet. Thank you very much, fellas, for uh, letting us borrow your music for this episode. We really appreciate that. And... Uh, that's it for this month. This is Steve. This is Gord. And this is Julie. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We really got retarded at the end.
tacos. Get me another beer. 